<laughs> what's good we're back after how many wait wait february march april may june july like six months oh my god i'm naughty naughty girl so hi <laughs> quite the intro welcome back to the this ain't it podcast the podcast where we talk about everything and anything and nothing is off limits mate so, so first little update um i've been uh integrating a british accent into my comedy and by comedy i mean sense of humor i'm pretty sure this it's tiktok's fault okay tiktok's another thing we're not going to talk about um because it has consumed my life and my data <laughs> my data yeah Anyways, but um, hi, welcome back. Um, I'd like to take this time to apologize first and foremost for not providing you with any content for the past few months. It, and it, they have been very hard months uh, to say the very least. Where to start? You know what? This is, I have an announcement at the end of the podcast. You're going to have to listen for that. But for the time being, let's just recap everything since February. All right, so I'd be a fool not to mention the pandemic, right? Because that's literally what has been happening for the past few months of all of our lives. But I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of seeing things about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of reading about it. I'm tired of talking about it, okay? It's just, it's, it's in my head, it's done, it's over. Not really, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to talk about it and I'm sure you don't want to hear about it from me you're here to hear the you're here to hear the drama that is my life you're here to listen to relax not talk about Miss Rona all I'm gonna say okay is quarantine sucked for everybody quarantine sucks for everybody because some people still you know are self-isolating and are respecting rules and some people really aren't. Some people are being reckless. Some people can't stay the fuck inside their house. And it is what it is, you know? Whatever. Some people respect other people's health, such as their friends, their families. And some people just don't care and are selfish. Just gonna leave it at that. That's it. <laughs> okay? Wear a mask. Don't apply for CERB if you don't qualify for it. Period. I'm done. Next. What I am going to talk about is what I'm going to talk about is what has happened during quarantine, okay? Because there's a lot. Um, even though I was trapped inside my house because I'm a healthcare worker and I have to limit the exposure that I have with the public, a lot has happened. So first and foremost... I think this was a little bit before uh, the quarantine happened, but y'all, I got bad news. And by bad news, I mean for myself. <laughs> so turns out I was served with a slice of humble pie because I believed that some things that happened in the past stay in the past. Uh, and uh, well, that's not always the case. I mentioned briefly in one of my previous podcasts that I had my sights set on some handsome little boy. And by little boy, I mean someone who's a year younger than me. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. It's a little weird. No, he's 23, I think. 22, turning 23. I don't know. Not the point. The point is, he's cute. He's talented. 
uh, he's really, really nice. And I was like, her little cheeky crush, you know? Her little, 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 little cheeky crush. And I thought maybe, you know, it was reciprocated, but turns out, dun -dun, it's not, you know? But the facts of the matter is that he, his type, turns out to be the complete opposite of what I am. According to one of my friends, he's into white girls, which, oh, which, not me. Uh, he's into, you know, th thinner girls, not me. Um, and apparently, like, very frat, not fragile, fragile looking? I don't, I don't know, whatever. Just basically not me, okay? I'm like the opposite of what he's looking for, which is fine to each their own. And I'm not gonna like bash the guy because he's the sweetest little thing ever. But drum roll, please, because it's never just one thing. It always has like, but wait for it, you know? Um, so he had a crush on, or he was interested in one of my friends. And uh, I know she's gonna be listening to this. Hey girl, what's good? Um, I don't have anything bad to say because, uh, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens and we've talked about it. Um, but I need to talk about it because it, it's my life and it happened to me, you know? I was a little disappointed, not gonna lie. Didn't shed a tear, which I'm really proud of. Um, had conversations, whatever, and basically moved on. So that's that in case you were wondering like, ooh, who's that guy? Um, that guy is not interested in me. So let's move on. So the first, <laughs> okay. So something I did during this, during the quarantine, right? At the very beginning was I was bored and I couldn't see my friends, you know, Zoom doesn't hit the same, you know, it ain't, it hits different. So I decided to get Tinder and Bumble again. And if you're not familiar with what those are, they're dating sites, okay? Where you like get to meet people, whatever. As a whole, Tinder bubble sucks, okay? Because the people on there suck, mostly. But yeah, so I decided to go on there and I met a couple of guys, you know? They seem chill and whatnot. And the first guy that I started talking to, he's a barber. Now I don't want y'all to roll your eyes, but the one thing we like kind of like vibed with is like our interest in Zodiac, okay? So he's a Gemini, which I'm sorry if you're a Gemini, but like, y'all, y'all are problematic, okay? Um, second to Pisces, y'all, y'all ain't it. Pisces, no. You know what? I'm not gonna go into it. And I know my friend Dakota is like listening to my voice right now. And she's like, of course you have to mention uh, Pisces. But Pisces, I stay away. I stay away from, okay? Because all the Pisces men that I have had come into my life have brought me some kind of a headache, okay? Just putting that out there. And that's on Statistics Canada, you know? But anyways, I digress. Essentially, so he's a barber, but his barber shop, he's like a self, what is it? He's a self barber? No, he has his little business in his bachelor apartment, okay? Which is fine has two children. He's not with the baby mama, of course. So basically we were vibing, you know, we were talking and then he's like, oh, I'm more of a phone person. Like, do you mind if we talk over the phone? Which I loved because I like hearing people's voices and the tones and I can see where things are at and they can hear my horrible hyena, hyena laugh um, <laughs> or my Seth Rogen laugh. 
um, so they know what they're getting into. <laughs> so we were vibing, you know, we were talking about like, not our morals, but just like, you know, regular schmegular stuff. Then we got to the topic of the pandemic. <laughs> and he's one of those people that doesn't believe in it and think that it's politicized, okay? The things he would say. First of all, let me tell you, you know what? I'm done talking about this boy, okay? Because he gives me a headache. He, <laughs> thinking about it, it's burning my brain cells, okay? So essentially, what you need to know is that he stopped talking to me because I didn't feel comfortable going over to his home where he, he was still operating out of his little barber business, okay? Bringing strangers into his home without wearing a mask, him or his clients. So he stopped talking to me because I believed in wearing a mask and I didn't want to go over because I was afraid. Not afraid, just being cautious. Because I do work in the healthcare sector. What? Hello? If I give that to my clients, they're immunity compromised. What? Hello? I don't want to be responsible for them catching the virus. Hello? Like, uh, anyways. <clears throat> so that was him, right? So he stopped talking to me after that, which I'm like, you know what? So be it, man. You're a weirdo. And then I had this one guy hit me up in my dms you know it go down in the dm it go down it go down in the dms hey he is on the ravens football team so the university i go to has a football team the ravens and um anyways he's i don't know what position he plays i don't really care i was like ooh, football player i rekindling my first year in university where I dated like three guys off of the team. Not the point. Sorry, mom. Sorry. But uh, we started talking and he's like a very passionate guy. And then, so red flag number one, he said, oh, I'm probably more mature than all of your exes, which he said that because he told me that he was 19. Um... So, so that was an issue for me to begin with, because listen, I rarely date younger than me. And if I date younger than me, it's like a year or two, you know, based on basic maths and statistics, Canada, it's just a maturity thing. Okay. Women tend to be more mature, tend to be, okay. Listen in cells, tend to be, uh, more mature than men in relationships and just in general. Okay. Um, so I personally like to date older now. Is that always the case? No, because most of the men that I've dated that are older are also immature. So I'm starting to think that's a pattern that it's just like a character flaw that men have. They're just like not mature, but that just could be the guys that I date. Probably you're 19. Like you got growing to do. I don't care what you've been through. Okay. You have growing up to do and you have experiences that I have gone through that you haven't. And so there were things here and there like he, his humor, like his sense of humor wasn't really there. Like I would post silly things because I just don't take myself seriously at all. Um, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Like I, that's not the kind of, his vibe was a little off, but you know, I still enjoyed talking to him and 
um, when everything broke out with the Black Lives Matter, you know, articles were coming out and videos and whatever. We, we bonded over that because we were just having discussions. Like we would talk over the phone and just give each other like, not advice, but kind of like give each other information and just our personal opinions on the happenings and what we should be doing next and what, how people should be reacting and things like this. Right. Um, (laughs) and I was already on the fence about this guy, but what really sealed the deal was we're talking about traveling. And then I was like, Oh, I really wanted to go to Brazil, but I, we can't right now, obviously, because of the pandemic and whatever. And I don't really want to go alone. He's like, why not? And I was like, well, traveling alone as a woman is kind of different than if you were a male. You know, there's like extra dangers um, put upon you, I guess. And he was like, okay, so just, oh, just like learn how to fight. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like, let me just learn how to fight real quick. Get my black belt in uh, jujitsu and uh, I'll be all set, right? He's like, well, just carry around a rape whistle. (laughs) And this, guys, I have never been so dumbfounded in my whole entire life. For you to say something so stupid and so ignorant what kind of first you claim that you are more mature than all of my exes and i can tell you 100 percent, none of my exes would have said anything that stupid and so what i did did not waste my energy did not waste my time no longer and i simply blocked him because i'm done it's not my job to teach you why what you said is wrong, especially since you're, you have no father figure in your life and your main influences are your big sister and your mother. And yet you say that that's insensitive, disgusting, foul. And I'm not entertaining that at all. So anyways, moving on. So the last guy I'm going to talk about, and this literally happened two days ago. So basically this guy I met when I was working at Walmart and he wanted my number. So I gave it to him. I wasn't really into it, but uh, at that time I was willing to give strays a chance, you know? And <laughs> that's so rude. Basically I gave this guy chances. Okay. Like this was what I gave him my number. It was like what, two, three years ago. And then he'd pop into my life here and there, you know, like, Hey, Wagwan, like whatever. Hey, we'd have conversations here and there, talk on the phone here and there, um, see each other on campus here and there, whatever. Okay. And then, so he started about a few months ago, uh, wanting to take me out or just like hang out as a date or I don't know, whatever. Okay. And so three times, three times we set up plans to meet somewhere and just hang out and he ghosted. And he didn't answer. And then when he did, um, it was like nothing happened. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Always had an excuse. Either like I didn't look like fresh enough. I didn't have a haircut or I didn't have this or whatever. Right. And like I had made other plans anyways, because I knew the type of person that he was. And I wasn't really 
into it anyway. So um, that's kind of the dynamic, the vibes with this pendejo. The other day, so he asked me, hey, can we hang out? And mind you, I want to be specific when I say this. I told him multiple times, okay, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm not looking to get intimate in the moment. If friendship is what you want or whatever, we can hang out and just vibe it out, okay? And he claims that he understands. And I've told him multiple times, but I guess it isn't, it didn't fit through his thick skull. But that's besides the point. Then he asks me, oh, when are you free? And I tell him I'm off Wednesday and Thursday. And then he's like, oh, what about Wednesday? And I'm like, to be quite honest with you, like I get off at eight o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be tired. And I don't know if I'm going to be wanting to go out of my house at all during those two days because I work overnights, man. Like it's an adjustment in your schedule and it sucks. It sucks, but like I'm tired. Okay. So he's like, okay, I'll make plans just in case with like, I'll make other plans. And I was like, okay, cool. You do you. So then the day of, and I have the messages right here. So verbatim, this is what was said. He says, what's the verdict? Flop tings. And I was like, why do you have to say it like that? He goes, I knew from the jump you weren't trying to link. Could have just said nah. So this man has a history of guilt tripping me when he's in the wrong, okay? Or when I stand up for myself and I'm like, okay, I'm not with this behavior. He'll say something like, okay, it's okay. Like, I don't deserve it. Like, I missed my chance with you and whatever, okay? So I was like, so why did you even ask? I'm good. I'm going to stay home today. He says, you're foul. Say less. <laughs> this man called me foul. Um, and so I responded with, I, he said, you became hella weird, but okay. So by I became hella weird, you mean I put, I gave you my limitations in intent. No, I gave you my intentions where I said, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm not looking to get intimate. I just want to chill. Cool. But I became weird. And then I put a peace sign up. And then he said, I only asked because I had a cute date planned. Again, you know, that to most people, they might be like, oh, he had a date planned. Again, what did I tell him? I said, I did not want that. And I said, I'm not trying to argue with you. You called me foul, so I'm going to stay foul. Have a good day. He says, I can't call you things. Grow up. You're a woman. Don't worry. You're not worth arguing. Trust me. Okay, so... Because I told you that a date is not what I want and that now I'm being like, oh, no, you called me foul. I'm going to stay foul. Now you say, oh, I can't call you things. No, don't call me foul. If you don't want me to react to that, don't fucking call me names. Grow up. I'm a woman. Hey, how about you grow up and accept whatever has happened here? Where I give you my limitations and what I'm open to And you say you understand, but the minute I remind you of that, I need to grow up. Cool. Um, I said, you're right. I'm trash for them streets below you. Go ahead. Your feelings are hurt. And now you have to try to make me feel bad. Go ahead. I won't block you. So you can tell me. I'm a wait. (laughs) And then he says, my feelings, 
feelings. I don't have feelings towards you like that. At the end of the day, you changed your vibe on me. Again, he's referencing me um, not being in the right headspace for a relationship or sexual interactions, okay? Um, And then I said, and I told you where my head was at. And he says, you're emotional if you block me and that says more about you. No, that just means I'm done at your bullshit and I don't want to hear it, but whatever. So then I answer, so you know a date wasn't what I wanted. And then he goes with, anyways, and then the conversation ends pretty much there, okay? So I'm, from this, I didn't even get this, my energy, my attention. I was like, honestly, I've been wanting to get rid of this guy for a little while. And I know this sounds rude. I was willing to get to know this guy, okay? In a friendly way. Was I interested emotionally? No. Was I interested romantically? No. Should I have been upfront like, hey, you, I'm not interested in you romantically or sexually or whatever, but let's be friends. Maybe I should have spelled it out for him. You know what I mean? But I assume that when I tell you, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious, I'm not looking to get intimate, that you would understand that, right? Funny how that works, how people don't understand it when you, even when you say it out loud, whatever. Anyways, so guys, it's been a lot these past few months, but it's also not been a lot. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. My life has just been going to work and then going from work, going back home, sleeping, being with my dog, just putting things in perspective. And I know... One big thing that people want me to talk about um, and that I want to talk about is what's happening in the United States with Black Lives Matter, right? Um, I was very vocal about it when everything was first um, blown up. And I still stand by everything I've said. And I stand by my testimonies and I stand by wanting to create change. I'm in the process of figuring out how I can long-term support this movement and just support Black culture, Black resources, um, Black identity as a whole, just like as a person, as a person of color, as someone who's half Black. um, I'm trying to figure out how I can do that while still holding a little bit of privilege because I am part white. I'm not white passing, but I do hold a little bit of a privilege. And I'm trying to figure out right now um, how I am going to move forward with this. And I hope that you guys understand and respect that because there's a lot to explore. (laughs) It's very emotional. And I literally got into an argument um, with someone, uh, that is now a former friend and I don't want to get into it right now because it is a whole situation and I want to plan podcasts, like not series, but different episodes dedicated to the different dimensions of what is happening right now in the States, in Canada, and just as a whole, when it comes to black people. I am right now, what I'm doing is that I'm reading, I'm getting informed, 
I'm doing research. Just know that I'm doing something and I'm not just saying that I'm doing something. But I did attend the protest. That's actually, that's the, the second time. The first time I came out of my house and broke quarantine was to go to the protest uh, in Ottawa. The second time was a dinner with a friend. But since I think that was in June, but since then I haven't been out again. And I've been tested for COVID and tested negative. So here we are. Anyway, so basically all I have to say about the the march, the protest, was it wasn't what I wanted it to feel like. I thought it was going to be this whole magical experience where it would put everything in perspective for me and I was like all these people are out here for good for like the cause for the fight for you know these people realize that there's something that needs to be done there's injustices and whatnot and honestly that wasn't the case my experience wasn't very magical like I thought it was going to be which is fine um because I think what disappointed me the most is I realized that a lot of people that were there and I'm talking about the younger the younger kids right either the teenagers or even people my age they were there only because one they wanted to feel like they were part of something they wanted to be part of um the temporary movement they wanted to take the pictures and videos and show that they were there and they wanted to be perceived as quote unquote woke. Okay. Um, these are also the same people that literally you don't hear from them, uh, about this subject, uh, months later, weeks later, years later. So that was put into perspective with me. Um, but a lot of people just wanted to get out of their house and just, you know, have a reason why they could assemble downtown. Point blank, that's what it was. And I think for us, Black Lives Matter is relevant. Yes, of course, it's relevant everywhere across the world. Do I think that it was necessary for us to have a march? Yes and no. No, because what did it do? It showed a lot of people, a great deal of the Ottawa population is on board with the whole movement, but by the same token, what has happened since to support the movement? And if something has happened, by all means, please send me a message. I'm open to it. So I'm still a little perplexed. I was very perplexed then when people would ask me, so how was it for you? Did it feel powerful? Did you, you know, and it's, it's no, <laughs> I didn't feel empowered at all. I didn't feel like we were making a difference. I didn't feel, I didn't feel the experience that I wanted to have the sense of unity with, you know, people that are like-minded as me, because I felt like there was ulterior motives from the other people around. And I'm just going to leave that at that. There's other things that I want to explore like the reactions to people, like the exposing, the calling out, um, the calling out culture, all of this, I want to, that's going to be an episode in its own. I've been watching when this, back in, what was it? Was it 
it was like April or May. I think May was when this whole thing blew up and everybody, sorry, I wouldn't say this whole thing blew up where it was getting the most attention. It was in May, I believe, I think early June, something like that. Um, and I was, first of all, glued to CNN, um, because of Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. If you don't know who they are, they're amazing. Like 24 hours a day. And then I would get upset and emotionally exhausted because I was enraged and they were talking about Trump's lack of, um, even just acknowledging that there was an issue with police brutality which if you know me personally, you know, I love to hate Trump. You know, I love to watch videos of Trump supporters just because I need a chuckle because they're ridiculous. And you could be a Trump supporter all you want. <laughs> you can't tell me that what he says is ridiculous. And if you're the type of person who's like, yeah, he's outrageous. Yeah. He's insulting. Yeah. He's whatever, but he's done so much for the economy. I'm sorry. I can't be associated with you. But that's another thing. Right now, I'm just trying to accumulate my resources, get informed, get educated, so I can adequately and truly be of service to people that need the education. That's all I'm going to say on that for now. But before I end this podcast this episode, not this podcast. I want to say it's been, I would say this past month, these past two months have been very truly special in the sense that I have dabbled into my spirituality and who I am as a person and my identity and what I meant to do and what I want to do and my successes and my strengths and weaknesses and I've really taken a look at myself to see and just like sort things out, man, because let me tell you, being 24, if people are older, they're going to be rolling their eyes, (laughs) but it's like a slap in the face. It's like, cool. So some people are getting married. Some people are having kids. What am I doing with my life? I'm still in university. (laughs) And sometimes it's a little discouraging, right? But... I have been, you know, meditating, which is something I never thought I could do because my mind races all the time. You know, listening to music that really makes me feel good. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. There's just some kind of like awakening in me, my soul, who I am as a person where I'm very confident, very confident in where I'm about to go. I have a bunch of projects that are on the way. And do you hear that? I can't wait. So I have an announcement. I know that a lot of you have been messaging me and saying, hey, why don't you put your podcast on YouTube? Um, we, we would love to see your facial expressions and whatnot. And your wish is my command. I bought lights, filming lights, and I have a mic and I have all this and Basically, the next time you hear this podcast, it's also going to be available on YouTube as a video. So I can't wait. Uh, 
I also want to structure my podcasts more so that they're more cohesive and less hectic because sometimes I would record a podcast and something had just happened and it's disorganized and I go round and round with what I say and not important, you get it? Um, So I really want good content for you guys. And so hopefully you followed this far and that you will follow me um, on my journey. And so... Yeah, guys, this is gonna, a YouTube podcast. I hope y'all are excited, because I am. Uh, Now I'm gonna have to get dolled up to do that, so that's cool. So I really hope everyone's doing so, so great. I hope you're keeping your mental and physical health well. Wear a mask. Uh, And if you don't believe in wearing masks, stay home. (laughs) You know, it's really that simple. Um, I hope you're taking the time needed to really get in tune with who you are and kind of put things in perspective and using this time wisely, essentially. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Okay? Because we need this. And uh, basically... If you are hearing this strictly on the podcast and you don't follow me on Instagram, what is you doing? So follow my Instagram. It's Purite, P-U-R-I-T-A-Y-Y. That's my personal account. Follow the podcast on Instagram at the This Ain't It podcast. Make sure you listen on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Music. Subscribe, follow, so you'll know when the podcast comes up. (sighs) What else? Oh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, This Ain't It Podcast, and be one of the first to subscribe. (laughs) I'm so excited. I just can't hide. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Anyways. Um, that's it for me, guys. I hope you have a nice morning, afternoon, night, midday, brunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever it is, okay? Whatever it is, I hope you have a nice that. And uh, it's always a pleasure having you over here and me being in your ears. Wait. I tried ASMR. I don't know. Okay, anyways. So, have a good one, guys. Uh, Next time you'll be hearing me, you'll be seeing me too. So, uh, peace.